Inspiration, Adventist Reflections. Now, to discuss character building ideas, here is your host, Dr. Denzi. Hi, Adventist Reflections family. The Apostle Peter, speaking of Paul's writings as he read them, says in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 16, Some things are hard to understand, which untaught and unstable people twist to their own destruction, as they do also the rest of Scripture. My family, I hope that you find that passage interesting. Please hear me out. I have a question for you today. Have you ever found a passage in the Bible and you've read it, wrestle with it, find it difficult to understand? Perhaps even difficult to believe? Or maybe find it hard to reconcile with everything else that you know or have read? Or maybe you find it hard to reconcile in that passage with your understanding of who God is? I know I have. I mean... Who hasn't read a Bible story where something just don't match up to what ideas we already have as Christians? I will make a challenging statement here now. Some may say that I am judgmental, but my intentions are far away from trying to judge anybody or anything. I leave that to God. I said that anyone who has not come across a difficult scripture passage, Bible story, or prophetic matter is because he or she has not studied the Bible or the readings haven't been done thoughtfully. Think about it. The Bible is the Word of God. Therefore, anyone who understands everything in Scripture would be kind of like God, with no need for new insights. If you understand everything there and all passages way clear, your opportunity for growth will be thwarted. Your spiritual development will have been, you know, reaching a ceiling effect where you have attained like a God-level status. What this really means is that the mere fact that the Bible is God's word makes it a never-ending mine for wisdom and higher spiritual understanding with practical implications and applications. I know that even after reading one small passage of Scripture, after decades of studying the Bible, I continue to find more and more light to practice in my personal life. It's never-ending Now, I would like you to think about our situation as being normal, that when dealing with difficult passages, you are not alone. Be hopeful and know that God will help you in understanding His Word as you seek to understand it. So, let's itemize a few principles to be able to understand the Bible. This is not going to be a thorough step-by-step guide, because if it were so, you'd be listening to me here for a very long time, and I don't have all the answers either. If you like a detailed explanation of this, go and check our last episode where I recommended a resource that could be beneficial to your Bible study. Or maybe leave us a comment and ask us for some special episode on a specific difficult passage that you might be wondering about. Perhaps a passage of the Bible you like an answer for or you like us to comment on. If we receive any requests, we'll make a special episode based on those queries. Send us a message on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. You can find us in all of these as Adventist Reflections Network. So, back to the principles. 
Principle number one, first, do not assume that the passage, because it's difficult, it has no answer. The moment we assume that this passage doesn't have an answer because it's so hard, it's the moment when we give up. And we are giving up to this light that such passage must not be so important because God will have made it clearer otherwise. Remember that just because we don't have a solution to a particular problem, this does not mean that there is no answer. I'll repeat that. Remember, just because we don't have a solution to a particular problem, this does not mean that there is no answer. Number two, another principle is the social principle of togetherness. Remember, you are not alone. I said that already, but it's important. It is likely that you are finding passages of scripture difficult to understand. And that these passages are also found difficult to understand by other people. It is likely that someone else around the world has gone through this, has wrestled this passage, this text, and has prayed about it, just like you. And maybe they have come to what God intended to share in that passage. They have come to a resolution. Remember one thing, no scripture is privately interpreted. So, the understanding won't be just given to that one person, but the same understanding, meaning, and conclusion can be reached by you. I think I would like to note that no one who is a serious Bible student will claim or appear to have all Bible passages clear in their mind. I alluded to this before, but the reality is that if there is a person that can do that, this will imply that they are God incarnated, and that's it. Either that, or they are too proud to acknowledge that they have limitations and that there are some things that are hard to understand. The reality is that for some Bible passages, we do not have a full understanding. Sometimes, not everything satisfies us. Not because we chose to disbelieve it, but because there are puzzle pieces missing or that we haven't found. In God's providence, over the centuries, God has given and continues to do so, continues to share light to understand more passages. For example, archaeological evidence, manuscripts, findings, and cultural understandings are some of the means that God has used to shed light and enhance our understanding of what He is communicating to us and enhance our understanding of things that once upon a time might have not been so easily understood. Just at the right time, in the right place, God does what only He can do. I found that amazing. So, point number three, approach the matter with honesty and integrity. Seventh-day Adventists do not try to prove that the Bible has no mistakes. One could prove that a newspaper article is free from all mistakes, but that will not demonstrate that the article is the Word of God either. So, mistakes made by the human entities that were inspired to give God's messages do not imply that the passages are not God's word or not meant to be there. So, do not just brush off a difficult passage. This means that if you do not have a fully satisfactory answer, just accept whatever answer might come to your way. Don't just do that. Also, Avoidance is not recommended because as we evade or ignore a difficult passage, we seek shortcuts to answer such passage. And we then twist the evidence. As you can appreciate, this could bring a chain of effect. And so soon, 
enough will fall into the mistake of having our under-understanding, which was not at all what God intended for that passage for humanity. Point number four is be patient. If you followed our series on the book of Daniel a few months back, here in the podcast, you'll know what I mean. If you haven't, go back and check them out. It was all about prophecies in the book of Daniel. But this is the thing here. Daniel was given prophecies that he did not understand. Some of them, it took months and years to come to an understanding, and some of them God did not shed light for him to understand. He suffered affliction and sometimes even physical weakness as he dealt with God's messages. But all in all, he withstood his faith with patience. So guess what? You and I can do it too. Number five. This is do not confuse your fallible interpretation with God's infallible revelation. Remember that we make mistakes, but God doesn't. So... We may interpret a passage wrong, but the message of God, it's never wrong. The meaning of the Bible or that difficult passage does not change according to our views. The meaning remains the same. What changes is our view of such passage. A few episodes back, we spoke about context, language, and personal experiences and how all of these taint how we, we understand the Bible. And so we must be cautious anywhere of our limitations and biases. As a quick example, some have stuck to science as the final check to understand the Bible and its validity. This does not make sense if we believe that this is the Word of God. That is, if the Bible is God's Word, then it should be the first and the last source of its own interpretation, and science should be understood by biblical principles, where such understandings apply, and not the Bible understood by science. A common mistake we find is found in the widespread view of evolution, a common belief that forms part of the scientific community. The question here is, is evolutionary theory really compatible with the biblical account of creation and God's plan of salvation? Contradictions between popular views of science and the Bible are to be expected, especially if these scientific explanations completely rule out any divine agency. So sometimes some people have tried to apply their science into the Bible, and that should not happen. So, if it were to be because of the so-called science, we would write the Bible off from the very beginning. Why even bother with the rest? Point number six is to let unclear passages be understood in light of clear passages. This follows the hermeneutical principles of a study in which we let the meaning be contextualized and dissected with what we already know and understand clearly in the Bible. When we read difficult passages, move back, move back to a clear passage and move your way up to an unclear one. Remember, nobody should be building some kind of doctrine or obscure answer based on a difficult passage alone, something that is not explained based on other biblical passages that are clearer to understand. This follows the principles found in Isaiah when it denotes that line upon line, precept upon precept are to be applied in our teachings. Number seven is to consider the context of the passage. 
Remember this, a text without a proper context quickly becomes a pretext for one's own ideas. Lastly, pray, pray, pray. <laughs> Remember, God gave the scriptures and the difficult passages to us by other men. So God will give you the answer too. Pray to him for answers and search with all your heart in sincerity and faith. Christ is clear where he says that when we ask, we will receive. Some of us may need to wait years like Daniel, but this patience will be rewarded. Think about it when Christ comes back. Because, by the way, he will come back soon. Would it be better that he finds you wrestling with a passage that you find difficult to understand? Or find you beaten up, all given up, giving up your faith, your belief, and find you in disbelieving him and his word? I think I know which choice I'm going to make. So, let's summarize these seven principles to deal with the difficult Bible passages that you might encounter. Number one, assume that there is always an answer. Number two, remember that you are not alone in this journey. Number three, be honest and humble that it is hard. Number four, be patient. Number five, remember God is infallible and so is his word. Number six, let unclear passages be understood by clear passages. Number seven, consider the context. And I say pray, pray, pray. It is important. And so now I share with you my prayer and my hope today is that you pray as you encounter any difficulties in understanding passages of the Bible. My Adventist Reflections podcast family, do not give up. For your understanding and your salvation is nearer than when you first believed, than when you first read that difficult passage, and it is closer than when you first started this journey. I am Dr. Dancy, and today I have chosen to love God and embrace those difficult passages as God's means for my spiritual growth, for the reliance I have on Him, the author, the inspirer, and the revelator of the Bible. How about you? Remember to subscribe to this podcast, like it, share it, hashtag it, comment, and find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and Tumblr as Adventist Reflections. God bless you.